So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Been erroneous reports. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. What's happening, guys? Happy bonus show. Yeah, that's right. Two weeks in a row with a bonus show here on the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. On uh, this week's bonus show, we're going to be talking more of the 2023 rookie running back class. And I have another amazing guest. Last week, it was Bruce Matson of the DLF. But this guy, this guy's been on the show before as well. And this is uh, one of the people that my wife calls my internet friends that I've actually spent time with in person more than once. Um, this gentleman is the co-owner and a podcaster for the Dynasty Nerds, and you can catch him on Thursdays on uh, BSN, that's the Better Sports Network, uh, on the at Get It Did It app. I know I didn't say that right, but it, it is my main okay. man from Ohio, Mr. Garrett Price, man. Welcome back to the Dynasty Warzone, buddy. Thanks for having me back. And we did this a couple of Thursdays ago, but uh, tell us about the BSN Network and what you're doing over there. Yeah, it's 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 a really cool concept. It's basically like a, uh, it's it's almost like a radio show, all day. It's like a like a radio network basically, but it's all through an app. You can interact on the app. Uh, you can you can call right into the show. Uh, so it, it's 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 pretty cool. I I've really enjoyed it. I don't do as many things as live. Most of the things I do are recorded. So it's a fun outlet for me to get to do things you know a little bit more live. Yeah, and uh, as we uh, as we all know, live podcasting on the. Uh, on real radio, you got to be careful what you say. You've got to listen to your producer. In some cases, like me, you are the producer. But so check him out every Thursday. It's at G E T D I D I T. The at Get Did It app. And uh, like I said, I was on there. You probably got a lot of content coming up with the Super Bowl two weeks away. Yep, absolutely. And and draft season. I mean, draft season is just nuts. And basically, once you hit twenty twenty three, you know now through may is just draft and and I, I couldn't i couldn't be happier um you know guests like you guests like bruce um i don't know a date yet i've got a commitment from good friend of both of ours nick Whalen. he's going to come on and talk yeah. some rookie some rookie wide receivers with us uh, i'm going to reach into the bag because i love guest season but i also love talking rookies and it's a cheap excuse to catch up with my friends. So make sure that that you're if you're not it would be odd that you're listening to the Dynasty Warzone and not the Dynasty Nerds, but just in case you're not, head over to the Dynasty Nerds. It's only the biggest Dynasty YouTube channel and podcast in the world, but just in case you've never heard of the Nerds, they are great, Rich and Matt and Garrett, you know, they put on a great show. It's as professional as professional gets and a personal favorite. And when you head over to YouTube to check out the Dynasty Nerds, because you're already there, man, check out Dynasty Warzone and just subscribe everywhere. If you if you can find 
the Dynasty Nerds, you can find the Dynasty Warzone. So give us a like, give us a review, subscribe everywhere. We would really appreciate it. So, Garrett, I'm going to ask you six good rookie questions. But before I do, we used to do a segment called Good People, Bad Tweets. But 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 during during the, the draft season, what I've been doing to poor Jerry, and now, so, so you may not know this, one of Jerry's biggest dynasty bungles ever was overdrafting Corey Coleman. So last night on our live stream, I, I read him Corey Coleman's draft preview, made him guess who it was, and then made him feel super bad because he didn't realize it was Corey Coleman. He may have called me a son of a bitch live on, on the air, but... <laughs> So the reason why I'm doing this is just to remind the listeners, the, the subscribers, that just because you're hearing good things or bad things about a prospect does not mean they're going to be good or bad. What you should do is, is listen to as many trusted outlets and resources as you have. That's why Garrett's here. He's one of my trusted resources in this game. I've been doing it as long as anybody, uh, I think as successfully as most, and you know, but they say doctors need doctors, and that's why Garrett's here. He's here to give us the good stuff on this rookie class. Now, I'm going to read you this draft review, okay? This was from the folks at, at Bleacher Report, and I'm going to say by and large they got this one correctly, okay? So here's what they wrote. Okay. This running back is unquestioned the top back in his class with excellent vision, balance, power, and tools out, out of, as a receiver out of the backfield. Teams will rightfully question his breakaway speed, but it's rare to get a back with this much talent and so little damage done to his body coming out of college. He has early Pro Bowl potential. Who is this running back? And as written up by the Bleacher Report. It's within the last five years. I'll give you that hint. I, I'll say, I feel like that's Najee. Close. Same school, Josh Jacobs. Ah, okay. And, and, you know, Josh Jacobs, I think guys like me, I'll speak for Garrett, we like Josh Jacobs. Mm -hmm. I, I, I always have. Um, I, I'm always like, what's there? I know he's kind of boring, but what is there to hate about a guy who's going to give you top 10 RB production every single year, year in, year out? He's done it four years in a row. And in some years, he's missed a couple of games here or there. If he were to stay healthy for an entire season – at the, at the rate that he plays and the way that he plays, he could easily put together a top five top. I think he did that this year, as a matter of fact, and didn't play all the games. So for, for me, not a, not a bad thing about Josh Jacobs. So uh, uh, Phil, I gave you a good one because unlike Jerry, I don't want to give you the business there, there Garrett. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, you know, there, I, I have, uh, I'm very proud of a lot of the hits that I've had, but but I've had my fair share of misses too, so I appreciate that. Yep, and 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 that is uh, the uh, unknown, the mystery draft profile brought to you by our patron. Remember, over at Patreon.com right now, we are using um, this season. We're not quite to startup season yet. We have about four orphans left to go. So uh, while supplies last, I got to put that disclaimer on there. Uh, new patrons over the course of the next week, if there is an orphan available. Um, that will be thrown in once we get you signed up. If you have questions or looking for details, hit me up. I'm at DWZ Memphis on Twitter, or you can email the show dynastywarzone at gmail. Uh, and again, that Patreon is patreon.com forward slash dynastywarzone. So Garrett, let's get into it, man. When I reached out to you, I was ready to talk wide receivers. And guys, this is why I love Garrett. 
Well, I love Garrett for a, a multitude of reasons, but I love Garrett because he's an honest man. I was like, hey, man, you want, you want to come on and talk rookie wide receivers? He's like, well, I'd love to come on. He's like, but I'm probably more prepared to talk about rookie running backs. And I was like, cool, let's talk about rookie running backs. So um, before I start getting into the questions, do you have anything you want to throw out there on B. John Robinson? These folks know he's good. He's probably going 101 in 99.9% of all uh, of all leagues, even Superflex and 2QB. But you have a, a, a quick elevator speech on Bijan? Let's say this to start. I do a, a rookie nerd score every year. And basically, it's it's, it's my tape grade because I'm, I'm much more of a, a tape guy uh, than I am uh, as far as the analytics go. Not that those aren't very valuable as well, but but that that's the basis for a lot of my my grading and scouting. And uh, basically I put together a tape grade uh, for these guys. My personal, it, it combines with me and Jared, but my personal one on how I've graded these guys, I started, uh, this will be year four now. Uh, so far in all four years, uh, up until this year, well, we'll even say this year, excluding Bijan, the highest grade I had ever given was it was either in the 70s it was either 77 point something or 78 like it was right around there Bijan robinson right now for me is an 82 so wow now now let me ask you this did, did, did you go back to uh, scoring adrian peterson i didn't i i did not do it in reverse um i've thought about reverse engineering the process it's a little bit easier to do that with analytics because you can take the bias out of it more now it would be hard for me to go back and do like Peterson and Barkley and those guys and do it without knowing like, oh, they, they're really good. So, you know, I know I would have that that preconceived bias, but but these grades that we do, we do them, they lock before the NFL draft. So I don't even know draft capital, landing spot, nothing. We do it just based solely on the tape as best as we can. And your co-host that you were referring to is Jared Wackerly. If you don't know Jared... Yep. Um, great guy. Uh, if you're looking for a dynasty uh, content provider that really does a great job with rookies, you got to look him up. Um, so I'll, I'll throw his Twitter handle out at the end to make sure that we, you know, people that if you're not following Jared, you can 100% get on this train. Now, normally as the host of this show, I really don't mind taking a bunch of a shit here or there from from people, but you know, this one this was one time that I took some some DM some DM guff. So I caught the business. One running back that we mentioned in passing, but we didn't spend a lot of time on last week was Jamar. Am I saying this right? Jameer Gibbs? Is that right? Jameer? Okay, Jameer Gibbs. I was saying it correctly, but we didn't spend a lot of time on him. Now, I'll tell you personally, I, I love him. You know, he plays, in my opinion, I'm not the tape watcher that you are or Nick or, or, or Matt Waldman, et cetera, but for me, what I see is a guy who's incredibly smooth in the running game. Mm-hmm. Tremendous vision, and he's smart. You know, he's smart. When to get out of bounds. When, you know, if, if he needs to get the extra yard to get the first down or score the touchdown, he's going to get you the extra yard. But he's not going to put himself in harm's way to pick up an extra yard when it's first and ten. He's happy to let it be second and three as opposed to second and two and potentially get injured. I see a really smart football player out there on the field. Uh, I love his burst, and I think he's going to be the kind of guy that, you know, he could wind up in a situation we don't love because there's a lot of good running backs in the league right now, and there's a lot more coming out. 
But those are some of my initial thoughts on on Jameer Gibbs. What are yours? Because um, you're 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 my guy here with Mr. Gibbs. Yeah. So uh, the the aforementioned nerd score uh, that I just talked about, uh, putting all the classes together from the past four years. Right now, he's coming in at the sixth best running back uh, of the past four years combined. So uh, right behind, or is it? I'll have to go back and look. It's either fifth or sixth, but he's right behind Jonathan Taylor and Brees Hall um, in that. So. He, he graded pretty highly for me, uh, super fast, super fast, uh, absolutely electric. Uh, he's He's got solid vision. I think there's some work to be done there, uh, but he's got solid vision overall. Uh, probably, I haven't done all of the players yet, uh, but I have yet to see a, a back, a receiving back in the class that I like more than him. Uh, so he, that's something that I, that I am – you know, very high on for him. And, and you're talking about his intelligence. You see it a lot in the passing game where he's really smart in the scramble drills and, and, and different things like that. The only thing I'll say is I worry a little bit about the physicality, but, but we're talking about a very, very talented running back overall. Yeah. And one thing you said about the receiving game is, you know, this is why I like Garrett Wilson last year and, and why I like Jordan Addison this year. Um, it's a different position, but they play the game the way the game's played in 2023. You know, in, in 2023, successful running backs that are going to score fantasy points, you know, he can line up like a Christian McCaffrey. He can line up in the slot. He can, you know, he can do some of those Swiss Army knife type things that becomes a mismatch on the field. And when you become a mismatch, you're much more in, impacted in in the in the overall scheme of the offense. So. Um, for those of you watching live on on YouTube, we've lost uh, Garrett, so I'm going to give him a second to come back on. Um, but I, I guess I've kind of already given my my spiel on on Gibbs. But uh, Jerry and I did a mock draft. If you didn't listen to the mock draft that Jerry and I did, what would have been Sunday night live on YouTube, and it would be, would have been Wednesday's podcast. I took Gibbs as the second overall pick, uh, even in a Superflex start, uh, you know, Superflex tight end premium draft. He's the kind of guy that I think is going to be an absolute steal uh, in the, given this format. So we're talking about Gibbs, but you know, here are the questions that I've been asking everybody. I asked of Bruce last week. Who is your current favorite running back in this class? He may not be the best. He may not be Bijan. He may not be Gibbs. He may not be on Mel Kuyper's big board or you know Lance Zerline, but just when you watch him, you love him, and you're going to get a lot of him in dynasty drafts. Yeah, the, that guy for me right now is Ty J Spears. Uh, he, he's running back for Tulane. He's right now we're looking at probably around five, ten, two hundred pounds. I I want to see what he what he weighed in at the Senior Bowl because he is one of the participants at the Senior Bowl this year. Uh, but the, the kid ran for over 1,500 yards, almost 1,600 yards this year, uh, 22 receptions, two touchdowns, 250 yards in the receiving game. So uh, just fantastic production uh, at Tulane. But he didn't get a ton of run coming up to this year, so I don't think he's quite as big of a name. He only had uh, 129 carries last year, uh, so part-time duty. Uh, but he got the full role this year and just absolutely exploited it. One of the quickest running backs that I've seen in a long time. And he's not little. He's not huge, but he's not little either. We're not talking about, you know, somebody that's going to come in at, a you know, 175 pounds or anything like that. Like 
He's got some decent size to him. Um, I've watched five games of his so far, and every game there's at least one play that I'm like, how did he pull that off? That that was an incredible run. That was an incredible catch. That was and if you need just a a, a snapshot of what this kid can do, turn on the USC bowl game. He had over 200 rushing yards against USC in the bowl game on the with on the biggest stage. So that's one of those things where, yes, he's not the biggest name, but when you're looking at certain players that can just do things differently than other guys, that's Spears. Uh, I'm really curious to see what his draft capital is going to be, but I guarantee I'm going to have him on a lot of teams. Well, good. Well, I'm glad that you brought up Tajay Spears because Jerry couldn't make it tonight. He uh, he does feel horrible, um, but he does have to work, much like all of us. He has he has the bills to pay, and he gave me two names to ask you about. I'll ask you about the other one at the end, so uh, I can I can check Tajay Spears off the board. There you go, Jerry Garrett. Garrett was reading your mind. I'm on it. So if if Spears is your favorite, who's the biggest? Who's going to be the value of this class? Who's going to fall a little bit? Uh, Jerry and I just recently did a mock draft. Um, there were still plenty of running backs to, and he, you know, we we did do the mock because it was easier to get prepared for a super flex tight end premium one round mock. It was our first one of the year. We're proud of the fact that we have one out though, and it's not even it's not even February yet. But but who is going to be the value of this class in your opinion? Who's going to slide a little bit, but's going to go in that 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 value space that that you're going to love? It's it's a tough one because there's a lot of running backs kind of clumped together in this class. So, you know, when you're looking at guys like Evans and, and Tucker and, and uh, a chain and, and there's just a lot of them that I think are all very close together. Charbonnet that I, I could see all being drafted together. A guy that might slip through the cracks a little bit. And I want to do more homework on him. I only have a couple games, but the couple things that I've seen so far, I like, he's got that prototypical size, 220 pound back right around six foot tall uh we saw some fantastic production uh out of him this year uh, about 1400 yards on the ground that's kendry miller uh from tcu he was another player that didn't get a ton of run up until this year but he's only a junior he's 20 years old doesn't even turn 21 until june so he's extremely young we saw a lot of good things in his bowl games once again uh, conference championship games, things like that. I love seeing guys that that perform well late in the season when the when the lights are bright and everybody's watching them. Uh, when they can perform, that's always a good sign to me. So uh, I, I like Miller. It doesn't necessarily mean I like him more than Charbonnet or some of those guys, uh, but I think he's a guy that could kind of fall through the cracks, but he's got that prototypical size build that you look for in a running back, and I think he's got enough juice to get it done too. Well, you are two for two on the guys that Jerry wanted me really? to ask him. Yeah, yeah. I just I was like literally over here taking notes because that's you know, you know Jerry's more than my co-host. He's my buddy. Obviously, he values your opinion as well, and, and he wanted me to ask you about those two guys and to get those one and two the first two questions. Uh, I think that's awesome. Uh, so, who's going to be the overdrafted guy? You know, so, someone's going to get overdrafted based on their college resume, based on their combine numbers. Now, we don't have official combine numbers away. We're about a month away from the combine, a little bit less. But who's going to get overdrafted? Whose name is going to carry into our rookie draft since it's going to cause people to uh, hit the draft button too soon? 
Right now, and this this is tough because I actually do like this player. So this is not a knock against this player. It's a guy I've been following for years, uh, and he's absolutely electric. Uh, but I, I worry Devin A. Chain might end up being that guy. A uh, little bit of an undersized running back from um, from Texas A&M. Produces a true freshman, so I love seeing that. But he has like legitimate track speed. And when I say that, he runs the 200 meter for Texas A&M. So like he, he is a track guy. So when you have the track background and the, the type of speed he has, he's going to absolutely crush the four. More than likely uh, is what we could be seeing from Devin A-Chain. So if somebody's running in the four twos, we all know how we get during combine season. He's probably overdrafted a little bit. I like the player, but if he's sneaking into the end of the first round, it's going to be too high. Maybe even beginning a second round, it'll be close. So, because his size profile doesn't doesn't look like a guy that is going to get the type of workload that we traditionally like out of these running backs. So, I like the player, but I worry he's going to go a little bit too high. Yeah, it's uh, it's the old double counting thing. It's like uh, I was actually listening to a gambling podcast this week, and they were talking about how everybody knows Mahomes is actually going to play. He's like, but he's he's a professional gambler. His name's Steve Fezzik. He was like, but you watch. He's like, the minute that the active rosters come out 90 minutes before the game and Mahomes is active, he's like, the, the, the line will move up to a half a point or it'll cause the juice to move. And we do this exact same thing as Dynasty Gamers. We know this guy's going to be fast. And it's like, holy cow, he's at the combine and he's fast. So I'm going to move him up my draft board. I'm like, wait a second. You already, you already knew he was fast. On that speed. You already knew he was fast. We wrote him up. We read we read Garrett's draft preview. We knew he was fast, and now we're going to move him up. But literally, we do it with with prospects every single year. So, uh, so this is one that I like asking because once you get past the Bijans and maybe the Gibbs for me, I'll be honest. You know, you you get into some speculative guys and some landing spots can determine some value. You know, mm-hmm. you know. So what do you think is the best landing spot? You know, for me personally, it's Miami. Um, I'm not overly concerned about Jeff Wilson, uh, Raheem Mostert. Um, not a lot there. So if, if they invest in someone early, uh, they don't have a first-round pick because they traded one for Bradley Chubb and forfeited the other for tampering with Tom. But if they take one of these 22 draftable running backs per Mel Kuyper, um, that would be my spot. But what's yours? Yeah, that that's absolutely. I total agreeance with you. Uh, the way McDaniel runs this, it's just a dream for uh, for running backs. So I think that's the most obvious one. I think the next best one would probably be Atlanta. Uh, when you look at uh, man, leave my Arthur man Tyler Smith. Algier alone, please, please and thank you. Sneaky out of nowhere. I like. I like. He did okay. All right, so yeah, he he's fine. He's fine. Uh, and he's a decent running back. Uh, you know, the thousand yards was, was impressive for, for rookie, but I I don't think he's their long-term answer. I think that there's a lot of running backs that could be taken in the third or fourth round that could give you as much, if not more production this year. Uh, but, but Arthur Smith, I think wants that guy. He hasn't gotten that guy since he's been there. I think he wants what he had with Derrick Henry. He wants that, that bell cow guy. that can really carry the offense. And there's a lot of guys in this class that could do that. So I think that would probably be my second favorite spot uh, after Miami. All right, I'm going to throw one more at you that I low-key like. If they can't figure out a deal with David Montgomery, I like Chicago. 
Um, the number one rushing offense in the league. Uh, obviously, Justin Fields. The only thing about like Chicago that gives me is like kind of like the same thing I've, I've I've lived with with Miles Sanders is when you have that rushing quarterback, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. They're going to steal six, eight, ten touchdowns a year, and it's just going to suck. But a lot of these landing spots, those it's not the speed, it's not the combine metrics that should move guys up and down your board, but these landing spots definitely should. So I got two more for you. We'll get you the hell out of here so you can get on about your evening. Who who is most likely to bust? Now we don't want to we don't want to say bust and like put someone's career on the line, but but we we got to be accurate. We're trying to based on what you know today, based on what you've seen today, who is lending themselves to bust territory? Now we're not holding you to it because we've not even got draft capital yet or right. or team assignments. But but who do you think is going to get overdrafted and wind up potentially in a bust zone? I don't have anybody that I absolutely am like I I do not like this player. I think there's crazy overrated. But a guy that I think is probably the biggest like boom bust prospect is, is Zach Evans. Uh, Zach Evans. He he was originally. Uh, at TCU, uh, he ended up leaving. That was part of the reason Kendra Miller had such a good year this year. He was kind of sharing time with him before. Um, now he got the backfield to himself. Uh, but but Evans, he's never had the full workload, so we've not seen him do that yet. But he was rivaling and was actually ahead of Bijan Robinson in the 24-7 uh, running back rankings all the way up until the final release, Bijan jumped him. So when you're talking about raw talent and ability, he absolutely has it. But he's undisciplined. He lacks vision. Um, there, there's some holes in his game that could lead to some bust potential. So the he kind of reminds me uh, of when I, when I was looking at Cam Akers. You know, there's a high ceiling, great, like physically a great prospect, but there's also a lot of risk there. Uh, so he would be the one that if I had to pick somebody at this point to bust, it might be him. Well, that in and of itself is, is not a bad thing. But for those that listened to last week's bonus episode with Bruce Matson, Bruce said the exact same guy. So, yeah. so, so now we have two. We have two respected analysts in a row. So I'm, we're all not telling you not to draft Zach Evans. But you know, uh, you know, two times is a coincidence. But you start hearing another spots, not just, not just Garrett, not just Bruce, but something to keep an eye on. So, uh, and they they both saw it for different reasons. So certainly something to keep in mind. He's not off our draft board yet because, like I said, it's not even February. But just something to keep in your back in your mind. All right, Garrett. Last question: Who is the next James Robinson? Now listen. We're not expecting you to hit with James Robinson accuracy. He was uh, he was a, a one in a bajillion shot, and and I love James Robinson, and I, I hope he gets a chance to sign wherever he wants this free agent season, and you know has a chance to return to RB one glory. But but who is a small school guy or a, a potential undrafted free agent guy that could make some noise coming in or out of this draft class? Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands of monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice. 
personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak